Margaret Jacobson writes beautifully on a bunch of different difficult topics. For example, last December, Margaret, who is Black and lives in Portland, Oregon, did an experiment where she kept track of all the racist things people said to her over the course of two weeks. And instead of working to be nice and polite in response, she'd tell them exactly what she thought. When a white woman stopped her in a coffee shop, for example, and reached out to touch her hair without asking, Margaret reached right back and ran her hand through the stranger's hair, commenting that it was rather stringy. A lot of what Margaret writes about is being a parent. On the website Romper and on her own Instagram, she posts photos of her kids and writes honest, vulnerable stories about raising her two children. She also writes about being in an open relationship, her divorce last year, having a miscarriage, and is generally an amazing role model for talking about those things most people fear to discuss. So can you tell us a little bit about what your family looks like? Who's in your family? Okay, so I was married legally up until like May um, with my ex-husband. And we have two kids together. We live seven minutes apart um, in the same town. Um, The kids go back and forth, um, just split time between us each week. And then I have a partner and my ex-husband also has a partner. And I have another partner (laughs) outside of the home. So usually at my house, there's the four of us. So me, my partner Noah, and the kids. And then I have my partner um, Pace, who lives, you know, in the city. But will come and, like, eat meals with us and go places with us and do things like that. So that's kind of, that's what it looks like. That's who I would say is in our family, like in our immediate circle. That sounds really sweet. And like, there's it a big, I just sweet. imagine this like dinner <laughs> table with like a cornucopia on it. <laughs> and like I everybody mean, eating delightfully together. Like toys that have been pushed aside on the table <laughs> so we can eat dinner. But okay. It's probably more like bowls of Cheerios and like yeah, something's everywhere. Fire, always, but. always. It's always crazy. <laughs> Um, Well, there's a million things I could talk to you about, but I want to focus on talking to your kids about relationships and Mm -hmm. non-monogamy. So let's go back in time to your first marriage. Yes. Um, And you and your husband had an open relationship. And one issue with talking about open relationships is when you say non-monogamy, people instantly think like swingers, orgies, sex all the time. Can you describe what open relationships mean to you? And- <laughs> it is not sex all the time. It's a lot of conversations <laughs> over and over and over. Um, when we opened up, my husband and I, it came after I, I had had an affair. And so I would say we weren't the most educated on it. Like I had done some reading and I realized like, oh, me wanting relationships outside of my husband isn't actually bad. And that was for me, like, Googling, because I was like, I have, like, these feelings. I feel like I could like other people outside of my husband. And I grew up Christian, and so it's like monogamy is, like, the only way. And we talked about it, and my ex-husband was, like, very, like, ugh, I don't want to do it. And I was like, no, let's try it, you know, because everything I was reading in books and on the Internet, I just felt like it made sense for me and who I was. And I would say I kind of pushed my ex-husband to do it, even though I don't think that's, like, who he was. And it was a lot harder (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. I thought that it would just be really easy to find people to date that 
were fine with me being married, but then people associate it with like cheating. And they're also, I feel like people were almost more willing if it was actual cheating than the being honest. That is like a thing I ran into. People are like, wait, so your husband is okay with this? I'm like, yes, it is a conversation we had. We can go on this date and like we can make out. Um, Hence why there was not all of the sex and there isn't all of the sex (laughs) or orgies for that matter. Um, But I learned a lot in that process because I had to unlearn a lot of rules that I had given to relationships about I can't tell my partner that I find this person attractive because that is the same as cheating because that's what I learned in church. Like if you check someone out, it's like that is just as bad as like having sex with them. So... I had to unlearn the process that would like go on in my head where I would be like, oh, I don't need to tell my husband about these things I did, even though that was like part of it. And that's a really big part of non-monogamy is being open and having the conversation and being that honest. And we did finally reach a point where we could be so honest with each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like Nirvana for relationships. How brilliant. Like, we can just talk about all of it. Like, I can tell you that I found this person to be really hot, and these are the the qualities I like about them, and you can tell me. And sure, we encountered, like, the jealousy, but I was like, this is so cool. It's so interesting that you mentioned that other people outside of the relationship were potentially more hostile to the idea of an open relationship than the idea of cheating. And I think that's Mm -hmm. because when you're raised thinking about monogamy as the norm, Cheating makes sense in that context. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, people lie, people do that. Mm-hmm. But the idea that there's a completely different way of going about your life is pretty radical yeah. and uh, and makes people really stop and be like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, I, I always like, I was just talking to my um, ex-husband about this and I was like, I don't know why people act so surprised when I tell them these things. And he's like, because, it's, you know, like you were saying, like it's not the norm. But it's become my, like, normal life. And I mean, I've figured out as much as I can figure out, and I'm going to keep figuring it out how it works. But I do remember also thinking, like, that's ridiculous because there's always the first thing that people go to is, like, jealousy. Like, how do you deal with jealousy? And that's actually my favorite question that people ask because I've learned so much about myself by facing my jealousy and not like, I think it'd be one thing if I just pretended it didn't exist. Like I think I had already done in my life because there was no need for me to face it or be honest with it. But like, it made me realize that I felt possessive of another human, which was odd. Like another human is not mine. (laughs) And I had to relearn my language around that too where I was like but you're mine you know and it's like oh my god no why am I saying those things and being jealous of another person and like it was like why why do I get jealous of these people and I know and it's like an insecure thing and then I face that and I'm like oh my gosh okay cool I just learned this other thing about me that I didn't realize that I have feelings about so what kind of conversations did you have Um, with your ex-husband about how to talk about this with your kids and how did it finally come up with them? We didn't really talk about it with them until we decided that we weren't going to be together. And so it was interesting because when we told the kids that we were going to um, 
divorce and not be together anymore. We had been dating other people, and they knew these people. And when we explained to them that we had these other relationships, they didn't, they weren't like, oh, what? They were like, oh, okay. Like, you love another person. And I feel like my daughter already believed that that's a thing that could happen. And how old is she? She is seven now. She's about to be eight. And one time, I think she was four, and I was doing her hair, and she said, we were in the bathroom, and she was like, when are you going to get a boyfriend? And I was like, no, I'm married to your dad. <laughs> she was so, like, so yeah, she asked but... you, when are you going to get a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, and she said, I just want more adults to love me. And it was really beautiful, and also just like, I was like, how does she know that like that's what I want out of my life? And so... Um, like the other day we were talking in the car and I was like, oh, you know, Pace is my partner. And she was like, oh, I thought you were just dating. That's really cool that they're all, like your partner now. And to my kids, they're like, oh, more people that love us and are here for us. And I think that's my favorite thing about non-monogamy is that my family just has grown and my kids just see it as such. And... It is weird and disheartening when people are like, oh, you just want your cake and eat it too. I'm like, no, it's hard work. It's so hard having two partners. (laughs) It is not just sex all the time. Who is this person just having sex? (laughs) Well, first of all, your kids sound wonderful. They're pretty rad kids. Um, So when you finally did start talking to them about um, dating other people Mm -hmm. when you and your husband were splitting up, How did you approach that? And what were your fears or concerns? I guess, so my parents were really, like, didn't talk to us about anything that seemed too adult when we were kids. And I feel like I'm just the opposite with my kids. Like, I just talk to them about everything, and I don't make it a big thing. Like, I just throw it into our normal conversation. So me and my kids just talk about everything, and it's very normal. So it was just a a regular conversation where I was like, oh, I'm going to go on a date, you know, with Noah. And sometimes I also date this person. They were like, that sounds cool. You know, they were just like, all right. Hmm. That's that's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about how kids don't make a big deal out of something until they realize it's a big deal to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little bit like testing rules or boundaries Mm -hmm. where when they realize something matters a lot to you, suddenly they're like, oh, what is that? And can I poke at it Mm -hmm. incessantly? Yeah, my kids don't (laughs) care. Like, it's so normal to them. It's like how when they went to school and they mostly go to school with white kids and they're mixed, my daughter came home and was so confused that there were so many parents that were like a white mom and a white dad and that Mm. it was just a mom and dad. There were no, like, just dads or, like, moms. And she's like, why doesn't anyone have a family that looked like, you know, mine? It was so normal for her to, like be in a mixed race home and to be around lots of different people. And so my kids, their normal is just, I guess, not the normal normal, but they don't know anything else. Like, they're like, oh, this is my life. Okay. And so I think that's the thing. So people always are like, but what about the children? Aren't you concerned that they're going to get weird ideas? And I'm like, what ideas is my kid going to get? I treat all of my relationships the same way. So even if I was like, just in a monogamous relationship, that's what I mirror. There's not this huge difference, um, at least not around the children, you know, or in, like, the home when we're just hanging out. It's literally just people hanging out and we're this family. 
And I think it's so beautiful and so uplifting. And I think my kids are so lucky that they like have two homes and like in those two homes, you know, are like another set of like parents and then some. And I think it's really healthy. So I'm wondering, what are some ways you try and instill your kids with really healthy ideas about relationships? Because there's so much in our society <laughs> that is gives really terrible advice and really terrible role models for relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, just turn on the TV or watch most movies hinge around relationships that are that are pretty bad. You know, yeah. where stalking is considered romantic, Ugh. where jealousy is Ugh. something to aspire to, and where there's you know you the the, yeah. the, the end the age old quest is for Ugh. a monogamous union. So how do you try and counter that in your conversations with your kids? I think just using my relationship as an example. And then there have just been times like, so my daughter will talk about when she grows up and gets married and she's like, I'm going to get married five times. And you know, we're like, we're not paying for you to be married five times. And she's like, I want a lot of different husbands and a wife. And I'm like, that's fine. But weddings are expensive. Um, but we talk about how love is not meant for just one person. And if you want it to be that way, that's fine. But if you want to love multiple people, that's also okay. So we kind of are like monogamy and non-monogamy are great. We don't necessarily use the words monogamy and non-monogamy. We just talk about relationships and people we love. That's just how it's phrased. And... You know, my son is like, loves this one girl at school. And he's like, someday we're going to get married. I, She might not want to marry me, but she wants to be with me forever. And that's cool. You know, and like, that's it for him. And my daughter is like, I have a crush on these 10 people. I love everyone. I want to be with all of them. And so I'm just like, cool, let's talk about what that would look like. And, you know, and then she's like, it sounds hard. I couldn't date all these people. And I'm like, narrow it down to like one or two. And you don't have to date all of them. <laughs> and so we talk about things like that. And we talk about behavior, like little boys, like chasing little girls or little girls chasing little boys and like the hitting thing. And I'm like, that's not love. And that's not liking someone that's like using abuse and it's not kind. And so we talk about kindness around it a lot. And we talk about communication and having conversations with people. So when my daughter's like, oh, I like this person. I'm like, oh, did you tell them? Did you have a conversation? How, how do they feel about you? Are you just going to be friends? And usually she's like, yeah, I talked to this person. And, you know, I'm like, you're seven. You don't really need to have these conversations. But I like that my kids use a lot of words to describe their feelings. And I know that I've really gotten good at advocating for myself by being not monogamous because I have to show up for myself in these relationships, especially if I'm communicating with so many different people. And I'm also like an ambassador from like my other relationship and having to like stand in the gap for like multiple people. And so... I think it's helped with my language and then I think I've passed it on to the kids and I I'm proud of how they talk about love and family and relationships and I'm proud of how they are able to put words to their feelings. I would think one of the biggest challenges around being in an open relationship and having kids would be uh, the rest of your family like parents or extended yeah. family and also <laughs> other people's parents other kids yeah. parents. Um, how do you approach those conversations and do you try to be super open about it or are you like I don't want to deal with this right now I so my parents don't really 
use the internet or social media. <laughs> but my, Which helps for you. <laughs> yeah. But my sister will like pass things on. And I think my dad has said to my brother, like, cause he was, my brother called me and he was like, yeah, dad doesn't understand why you are dating all these people, but you have a partner. And I told him not to worry about it cause it's your life and it doesn't matter. Like you're going to do as you please. And basically my dad's just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what this means. Um, and then my in-laws so I still call my ex-husband's family like my in-laws I would say they're very aware they don't say anything to me I think they have moments where they're concerned but it's never been this big thing and that was the thing that I thought about because I had read about like extended family taking families to court and going after them and being like, it's an unsafe, you know, unfit environment. But it hasn't been like that. And we don't, and with everyone at like the kids' school, I'm pretty honest about it if we have a play date and I'm talking about my life. And, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, what? Okay. And they try to play it cool. Like they like know a bunch of people who are non monogamous. And if they ask me questions, I'm going to respond. And my whole life's on the internet. So, um, I am in the camp of being extremely transparent with my life because if I don't do it, I don't want to wait around for someone else to be that example for me. I'm curious about whether there's been moments that your kids have um, brought up to you or questions that they've asked have been challenging around relationships where maybe they've described an experience or asked you a question where you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to get this right. <laughs> I feel like this is a high stakes situation and, and I, I want to navigate know. it well. I have no idea. I think the other day, oh, when my daughter and I were talking about um, Pace being my partner, she was like, oh, are you going to marry Pace too? And I was like, no, I can't marry, you know, I can't marry. And then she was just like, why? If you love that person too and they're your partner, why can't you just, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I wasn't prepared to answer that question like at all. And that also isn't a thing I've thought of, really. Like, I just never have. So I was like, oh, I think, you know, you people marry one person. That's what's legally allowed. She was just like, I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> and I was like, I guess it doesn't make sense to me either. And then I had to sit and really think about my um, thoughts around, like, marriage. Because I am getting married again. And... People have asked me, like, why would you do that if you are polyamorous and you got divorced? <laughs> do you, how do you believe in marriage? And I'm, I do believe in it to, like, a certain degree. I believe in that, like, contract and that, like, commitment. So, like, even though I'm not married to my ex-husband anymore, like, we still feel that commitment to love each other through all of the things. Like, those vows that we said we still honor to, like, a certain degree. How do you think talking about non-monogamy and um, an open view of relationships impacted the way your kids saw your divorce and your upcoming next marriage? I think they just were like, oh, this is normal. You just love people. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, they were sad about me and their dad not being together. But my daughter's also been like, now I have another set of grandparents and hopefully I'll have another one. And I have step-parents, and she's so psyched that her dream of having multiple adults to love her <laughs> is coming true. 
And my son, I think, is just like, okay. You know, he's just like, oh, this is my mom's partner. This is my mom's boyfriend. He just talks so nonchalantly with his friends. And I think sometimes his friends are like, what? Your mom has dates two people? And he'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty nonchalant. Yeah. like Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a big thing. I feel like it's that thing where, like, I still do all of the normal mom things, you know, and... I mean, what else would I do? I wonder if they're going to rebel as teenagers. I know. Like, I'm only going to date one person forever. I sometimes think that, and I feel like they'll like go off to college and meet all these people, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, my mom is so weird." (laughs) They'll be like, "Can you just come with one of your partners, (laughs) or none of them? Just come by yourself to this thing. Don't embarrass us." So we'll see what it's like when they're older, but I'm also like not that worried about it. 